Grown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Let's go. In the building, we got a singer, songwriter, producer. Your father? I'm not a father. Not a father. Okay, I know you got a project named Father. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> Emotional Cub, all right? Uh, August Oak, oh, hitting the building with us right now, man. How you feeling, bro? I'm chilling, man. What it do? Man, got that, that project out right now, Towards the Sun. Absolutely. What, what do you feel like? I, I know I mentioned Father. Um, I know you got another project, uh, Emotional Cub. What do you feel like the difference is between Towards the Sun uh, and, and the other projects that you have out? I think towards the sun is me accepting all those emotions and really, really going off the deep end and honing into who I am. You know what I'm saying? Father is like the like the wake up call, emotional cause like fighting it, and towards the sun is like really stepping into it, embracing it, embracing it, leaning into it. We, we mm-hmm. always talk about that. That's that's usually the, the best way to kind of like control your narrative. We were talking about that a second ago off air. Just you know, leaning into whatever the case may be. Do you feel like you're you're a toxic individual? Mm. Oh, I'm very toxic. I love I love the fact that you. I'm a very. I'm, I'm. Hey, live I, your truth, King. I am living my truth. <laughs> I am living my truth. Are you in a relationship? I am in a relationship. My girls is sitting right there. Okay. Question. Uh, I'm, I'm, I got a question about that because in terms of when it comes to like songwriters or just artists in general, they typically shy away from that. What, what's your thoughts on it? Do you think it it makes sense to do it? Do you like leaning leaning all the way into it? Do you think that's important, or you say, "Man, no, I understand why people don't do it"? Or what's your thoughts on that? Emotions, right? Yeah, I think um, I think people just scared of themselves, and then somebody and some people feel like, as songwriters and artists, they feel like if they really tap into who they, who they are, they they gotta leave that facade. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no facade because I'm just chilling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about relationships? Like admitting, like admitting that's like you're you're an artist. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Some people shy away from that. They don't like to say that. Yo, I'm in a relationship. I embrace being. In oh, a that relationship. shit corny. It's corny. So you don't like. So you don't believe in the illusion of of being single and like all that kind of shit. Nah. So is there? Okay, for instance, is there an artist when you was when you were growing up that you looked like a female artist that you looked to that was like attractive? J Lo. J Lo. So if J Lo was always booed up with Ben Affleck. The whole time. I'm talking about when On The Six came out, <laughs> all the way up to now. She can't keep a man alone. But let's say she did, right? She really can't, though. She can't. Like my mom, bro. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> so if 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 J-Lo had a, a man the whole time, your, your, your affliction for her would be the same? It'd probably be the same because, man, we primal. So you don't, so what you're saying is you don't care if a woman is in a relationship or not. You're going to have your, your urges. <laughs> I'm just we asking. all going to have our urges. It's just if you act on them. So, so right now, being in a relationship, do you lust for other women? No. That's how you. That's how you answer that. King, I love that. I love that, bro. Peer um, pressure ain't real to me. Now, okay, August 08, Let's talk about it. The name. Where, where, where does that stem from? I know that's not the birth date. You know what Mm-mm. I'm saying. So, what, what's the name derived from? It stems from my father. Um, growing up, I had a tough time. My father wasn't in the picture, so to spite him, I called myself August because that's his birth month. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm dead ass. Bro, you got to be more petty than 50 Cent, bro. <laughs> I'm petty as hell. Oh, that's that's like next level. I petty. already admitted to being I toxic. I respect it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I respect yeah, that's, it. That's, that's funny as hell. He, he, he just found out, too. So, wait. That's his birth. Is it, what, what day is his birthday in August? It's August 14th. What the fuck is the 08th? It's August, August. Oh, okay. So, okay, the two months. Yeah. The eighth month. You, 
Why not just call your name? Why, what's his name? His name is Ray. My birth name is Ray. Oh. So you're junior. Okay. I'm the fourth. You're fourth. Goddamn. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm a junior. I don't like it. I'm the second, so yeah. yeah. So, that, okay. Let me ask you a question. Uh, just real quick. Sorry. Because you said you're the fourth. Uh, when you Do you have kids? I don't got no kids. When you plan on have, if you have a son, do you don't plan do on making him in the fifth? Don't do this. Hell no. Okay. But no, 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 no. Because it's it's because of your relationship with your father, right? Yeah, me and Cub probably have to catch a fade before I <laughs> name my son after the nigga. I'm going to keep it a bean. So look, the reason why I asked that is because he had a son. His son's three now. I he, have a son. He ha- he has a yeah, son. come on now. Okay, and he named him the third, right? I believe that people who name their kids after them are vain as fuck. Like, I'm a junior, but like my dad, he ain't like no great nigga like that. Like, you ain't doing nothing crazy. <laughs> Like a nigga that hit a game winning three or nothing. <laughs> so what makes what makes you so great to name yourself? I mean, name me after you. You know what I'm saying? What's your ideology be behind not? Is it because of your dad, your relationship? I just don't, like I just don't fuck with her like that. I'm gonna keep it a being like respect to my father because he's my father. You know what I mean? I'm here because of my. You know what I mean? They got it popping. But at the end of the day, just like you said, he ain't hit no game winning three. But if you. <laughs> But if he did though, would, if he would, did it again with it three weeks, would it would it be something like okay, yeah, I got it. We got to keep this legacy going. Like what's his name, Gary Payton, uh, yeah. Gary mm-hmm. Payton Jr. Mm-hmm. He he he's a second or the third. I feel like I think he's, he's a third. third. He the third. I think that's hard. Like nigga hoop. Got like, it. Got my, it. My, my pops wasn't a hooper. Like it, <laughs> it wasn't nothing like that. My pops was a cop. Hey, that's tight. <laughs> so anyway, um, I want to go back a quick second, right? Uh, cause I cause I started diving in. Shout out to the homie Mo. Okay, shout out to Mo. Sprite. My nigga, I do, I delved into your catalog and happy endings mm-hmm. uh, with an asterisk. You go get a lot of massages or like what's up with that? <laughs> I used to always go get massages. Say no more. But but no. But wait, 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 wait. He caught me slipping crazy. He caught me slipping crazy. I ain't never had that kind of massage though. <laughs> okay, never in my life. When me, when me and my girl was, listen, when me and my girl was still friends, I took her down there to the to the massage parlor on Western and uh and Beverly, one of the best spots to go to, but they don't get them kind of massages. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. I was just asking about your album. Okay. I got a, I got a crazy story about some like the first time I met somebody. Do share. So I went to New York, not Def Jam, shout out Def Jam. I went to New York to meet with, with a label. Not Rebel Records either. Shout out Rebel Records. I went to New York to meet with a label, and the, as soon as I landed off the plane, the CEO of the company took me to a massage parlor. Really? And it was one of them massage parlors, and I was in there like, like nigga, this is a hell of an introduction. I don't care, say nigga. Yeah, you can say whatever. Nigga, I'm like nigga, this yeah. is a hell of an introduction to to me being out here in New York with you. This is crazy. I don't know if he got his or the other nigga I was with got his, but I was in there like, yo, I'm not, cause I'm. I'm 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 a little I'm, I got phobias of motherfuckers I don't know touching me like that. That's right. weird to me. So, um, you just got the massage. You just I got the massage. Did you get hot stone? I didn't get the hot. No, they do be doing. Yeah, I got the hot you stone. Got the yep. hot stone massage. I like the, the the rougher one. I don't like the Swedish joint. You like the oh, you like the deep tissue. The deep tissue. But they were still touching you though. They were still touching me, but it's 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 a little different, different touch. You know what I mean? Okay, let me ask you a question. Um, throughout the course of your massage, do you do you have to go somewhere mentally to control yourself? 
it's been a couple times I had to go somewhere mentally to control I'll myself. Say no more. I'm gonna keep it a bean. Say no more. We moving along. I don't understand the niggas who be letting. <laughs> I don't understand the niggas who be letting men touch them like in the with, with like I'm I'm, I'm a heterosexual male. Talk about that. But no, no, so I'm gonna spare you. I'm gonna okay. spare you because that's we gonna get into some whole other shit. And then we next thing you know we gonna we gonna be on the Dave Chappelle. List. We don't <laughs> we don't want to do that. So, um, what I do want to bring up is your sound, right? When I when yeah. so I'm listening to Towards the Sun. Then I was like I told you I went back a little bit, right? Your sound is not the typical normal sound that people would expect, right? Yeah. Where do you get your inspiration from sonically? Like, where does that come from? Um, Phil Collins, um, Francis and the Lights. It's the first time I ever heard that. Yeah. Like Jag Jag, uh, Jag Jaguar, like Bonnie, uh, Bon Iver's label. Really? I love their stuff. So Jamie like, Foxx. <laughs> I like that. So are you more like a fan of like disco or like, not even disco, but just dance music. Dance Hell music. yeah. Hell yeah, I'm a fan of dance music. That's what I grew up on. Me and my homie Channel, uh, Channel Tress, he, 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 he a producer, artist, he hard as hell. We grew up making dance music together, so I just always was into dance music. Mm. What, what, did, what did it turn from being a fan of that to saying, I want to actually create music-wise? Shit. So I wasn't really raised on music, so by the time when I was introduced to music was with my cousin, so... I, I was instantly making music before I was even had a favorite artist or anything like that. Really? Yeah. So, so you, you didn't grow up in it like in a household like that, but in, in terms of like creating music, right? Yeah. You know, like your parents weren't into music, anything like uh, that, right? No. Nah. You said your cousins were the ones that was kind of yeah. doing stuff and you guys linked up and, and started making music. Like Absolutely. That. Wow. wow. They used to stay on, on, 50, on 55th and Western when I was, I was down in Long Beach. My mama said I was a little too soft, so she sent me over there with them niggas. Wow. And yeah. You're a real East Side nigga. I'm an East Side nigga for real. <laughs> Why do people think you from uh like uh, K Town? I'm not gonna speak I ain't gonna speak dirt on nobody. Okay. But they wanted to create their own narrative to connect me to um Got you. To, to to certain cultures and and they put their own narrative out there and that shit just caught so on. So you you from Long Beach? Well, I'm from Long Beach. I'm from Compton. I was born in Compton. Okay. Yeah. Got you. So the okay. All right, so musically, I just wanted to tap into that because I'm sure when people first listen to your music, it's not like it's not like the East Siders or like you know, it's not just shit that people would expect from niggas out here, right? Yeah. Um, but what I what it was what it did remind me of was like a um, kind of like a Black Eyed Peas meets like Tina Marie type of vibe, and and then also like you did have a song on here, I forgot what the name of the song was, but I don't remember. Oh, Schoolboy Q, on Cutlass, right? Yeah. yeah. Shout out Q. Shout out to Schoolboy Q. When I was listening to it, because you know like how you put it on the Bluetooth speaker and just let it play. So I'm yeah. playing it in the crib, and I'm like, this nigga rap like Q. <laughs> I didn't. I'm like, well, you can imitate, because I know you write and stuff. Like, I want to yeah. tap into that, too. But um, did you already have a relationship with Q, or how did that? I had a little, a little bit of a relationship with Q before then, but shout out King from TDE. Shout out Moose and them. Shout out Top. I was around working with them for for a couple of years and just being cool with everybody. So when it came time for me to really tap into this project, I just tapped in with him and Q was open arms. You know what I mean? That's what's the, up. The thing I love about that song in particular, like that, I'm a fan of Q, like that first mixtape Q, right? Yeah. And it, it reminded me of that because you don't really hear the melodic, the melodic Q like that. Was that something where you you gave him direction on that, or it was like you heard you heard back and he was like, oh shit, he he kind of got it. Q was Q. Can't nobody imitate. That nigga's a legend, man. He 
he's special. He did whatever he wanted to do, and I was going to be happy with it regardless, but that nigga went off. He could have just went scoopity-poopity. He could have went scoopity-poopity, and that shit would have still been tight. Now, I want to tap into your accolades, too, like a writer, a producer, et cetera. Like, how'd you, first of all, when did you realize that you could write for other people? My homies, Allen and Yesterday, the nigga's name is Yesterday? The nigga named Yesterday. Okay. We're going to have a conversation. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Yeah, we're going to come back to that. <laughs> but that was on some shit like we should start songwriting. So start songwriting with them niggas and I always sung um, and played guitar. So them niggas just had me working on their shit in the, Ke- in the Kelly Parks. They had a studio. Y'all remember Rep Your Set? No. It was an old, you, you know, you know, Rep, you know, you know, Rep Your Set? Rep Your Set was an um, old video where all the hoods... Um, used to do that thing like, like it's known for um, you know it's like ends don't need no friends, neighbors don't need no favorites came from that video from oh, from, uh, from Landwood in Hood, yeah. But the Kelly Parks, when they did Rep Your Set, Rep Your Set bought them niggas a studio in the Kelly Parks, and I used to work at that studio every single day because that shit was on the East and it was easy to get to. And Allen, it was Allen's family. Got you. Shout out them niggas. Shout out to Kelly Parks. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. we was just writing songs in the Kelly Parks. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I mean, but that, that, the, working with the Kelly Parks, I don't think got you big other placements, though, like, or, yeah. so how did, what's the, where did that transition come? Did you realize that Kelly Park was just going to be, SoundCloud. Like, so, I put, I put a song on SoundCloud, SoundCloud called For Chloe. Oh, okay. And that song got nine plays, and this big producer um, named Niall Atway and Nazri Atway hit me up through a homie. They called me. I was working as a post. I was working at the post office. I was a mail carrier. Oh. They called me, and it was the day I fucked my leg up too. No. Called me, and was like, "Yo, come tap in with us." So that night, I went and tapped in with him. Nigga, I saw all the big ass plaques on the wall. I'm like these niggas is cracking. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Canadian niggas and Nazri was just like, "Yo, if you if you if you rock with me, I'm gonna make you pop off as a songwriter." Really? And that nigga taught me everything I knew. Then he went on tour because he uh, he's a, he he had a band called Magic. They had that song "Why You Got to Be So Rude." Nigga went on tour and he let me, they literally let me shed. Like, I was working in their studio. I ain't had nowhere to live or nothing. I was just living in their studio. Really? On me. So did you, I, I doubt you had a girlfriend at this time. When you nah. was living in the studio. <laughs> she came after, like, some 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 funds and a, a decent place to live. Yeah. Okay. Um. So while you was living at the studio and writing these songs, did you were you did they were they cool with you like working with other people like out of their studio because you you are living there like I would assume you're not paying rent. They let me do anything I wanted to. Them niggas had bread, so it was just like they had in North Hollywood. They had like ten rooms, like back to back to back to back to back in this little complex. Um, they just let me go up. Shout out Sad Money too, because me and this producer named Sad Money, we really um, got it popping and just. Was just going crazy in there. Yo, can you speak to the early days of SoundCloud though, man? Because a lot of people was getting popping off there, like yourself, man. Talk about those early days of that and what it really meant. Because I don't think artists really understand, the, you know, how how popular it was back then. Where it was like, yo, those plays really got that attention. One hundred percent. SoundCloud genuinely changed my life. Mm. Like honestly, like I would, I I probably still be on the east on some bullshit if if it wasn't for SoundCloud, like. And I know so many people who got their life changed off of SoundCloud, whether it's their song blowing up or being discovered. Like, I feel like niggas really got to give love to SoundCloud. I'll never say nothing, speak nothing bad on SoundCloud. Them niggas is, 
made a way for real. So you said you it, it was you messing your leg up was the reason why you said, all right, I'm I, I can transition out of the nine to five working at, at the postal office. Well, I feel like it was just God's timing. You feel me? Like right in that moment was the moment I was just like, I'm tired of this shit. And then I get the phone call. That shit felt like a movie. Yeah. Did you, you put know in what I'm saying? Hell no. Nah. There we go. So listen, they took me, they took me to the motherfucking um post office little hospital thing you go to. Okay. Like you does, did you you injured yourself on a route? I injured myself on the route. It was Route 41. I remember this shit because it was the, the nigga who worked at the post office, the OG nigga who route I was doing. Cause you know, on like Fridays and Saturdays, the older niggas who got the who who cracking in the post office, they ain't gotta come in on the on, on like Friday, Saturday type that vibe. Tenure. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, tenure. Yeah. So I had this nigga long ass route, and it was like the um, you know when niggas got that grass, they got the little bricks and it's like the grass a little higher. Yep. It was that shit. <laughs> tripped up on that shit, fucking mail everywhere, all in the goddamn sky. So did you, were you, did you not notice, like you have eyes, right? <laughs> I'm just asking, did you not notice that there was uneven pavement or? When you in the flow. <laughs> oh, now he finna go all Terrace Martin over there. <laughs> Shout out Terrace. No, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. I see, I can see when there's a visual cue that there's uneven, you just tripped or like it just, I ain't even did you want to work there? Hell no, I didn't want to work there. So is it possible? <laughs> is it possible that maybe subconsciously you were somewhere else mentally and haphazardly tripped inadvertently on purpose? You sound like them niggas that was in their office when they were trying to get me <laughs> to figure out what was going on. Well, I mean, I assume you didn't get workers' comp or nothing like that, right? Or disability. They said if if they said if if I let them fire me. I can get workers' comp or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. But if I quit, I don't get nothing. And I said I quit because I needed to be like, you know what, fuck it. I don't need no crutches. I'm, mm, I just need to just commit to this shit. I need to double down on myself. So, so in, that's the what I did. in the back of your mind, you were already thinking the music shit was already still going. You already had that as, as a backup plan. But as you, when you busted your ass, you in the hospital, you like, this is that sign for me to just be done. Like ever. Exactly. Exactly. That's what's up. That's a dope story. I fuck with that. I appreciate it. Because I believe, I, I fully believe in that. When I got fired, I was like, all right, I'm 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 going all in or I'm not going, or I'm going to be a loser, period. Straight up. It's either I'm going to commit to music or I'm going to start robbing niggas for real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling the truth. For sure. Um, all right. You know, just, Mo, I don't know what you want me to do with that. But, right, <laughs> for sure. I, I, I want to talk about the, the the transition between obviously 88, 88 rises. You're talking about Red Bull Records, and, and now obviously with Def Jam, man. Talk about that. You know those periods in between, and how how we're here today. Well, I appreciate 88 rising and Red Bull for even giving me a chance as an artist because I was just a songwriter before. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. I had the opportunity to really develop and create stuff with them, and and have a good time. I toured the world with 88. You know what I mean. And I'm happy to to even have experienced that. You know what I mean? The new place I'm in now with growth is just like honing in on what I sound like for real and not allowing other people to control what I sound like. Def Jam honestly opened it up for me to just create whatever the fuck I want to. Like tapping in with Mo and Noah, like they just be like, nigga, create whatever you want to and we'll figure it out. We're gonna figure it we out. We're gonna make it work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like I like that you were able to do what you want to do, especially coming off the heels of do, probably doing shit you didn't really want to do or cared to do. One hundred percent stuff like that. Now going forward though, 
are you looking to do more writing for people or you kind of just want to focus on your, cause I'm pretty sure if you wrote some shit for people, people want more of the sauce, but are you one of them people who like, look, I'm working on my stuff right now. Call me in two months or like, how does that work? Um, I'm working on my stuff right now, but I'm definitely tapped in with the homies who, who, who I love and care about. Like Kendra J, she hard. Kendra you know J what I mean? Dope. Cash page hard. Dope. Janae hard. Channel hard. Like, I'm going to tap in with my people, but um, as far as these other niggas, it's a race. Damn. Let me ask you this. Um, We had T-Pain up here, right? And T-Pain, is he don't sugarcoat nothing. T-Pain a legend. A legend, bro. <laughs> I told him that. Bro. I suck any nigga who questioned T-Pain. <laughs> bro, I told him he was he was like, I'm like, bro, you're you're one of them ones, bro. So long story short, T-Pain um, tells the stories, even now on his own Twitch channel, about how he done made people millions of dollars. He never charged nobody for features. Never did. He wrote hella people's songs. Gave people hit records. Like, here, here you go. Give them, give them away. And now, after he done did all that for all these other people, people won't even return his phone call. That's if that, wild. when that happens to August 08, because it's going to happen, right? Yeah. How do you deal with it? We don't want you robbing niggas, but how do you then, <laughs> how do you then deal with that? Um, I got an open line of communication with everybody. I think that, if it makes sense, it makes sense. I don't think that we should hold on to what happened in the past and be and me be upset about it. You know what I mean? I'm, I think about Pharrell Williams. Like, when Pharrell wasn't hot, niggas wasn't really fucking with him. We had that little weird period. He wasn't hurt. He just said, yo, still, when, once this shit got back cracking, he still allowed people back in. So I ain't tripping. I like that. Uh, with, with Snoop, obviously having this position over at Def Jam and Algorithm, um, you being on there as well, man, what, what was... Where were you at when you found out? Were you kind of like already inside the system in the building with Dev Jam when you found out Snoop was going to be a part of it? And how did you guys link up? Absolutely. So you knew ahead of other niggas. We for sure knew ahead of other niggas. Um, but Snoop is a legend, first and foremost. Let's 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 say that right now. Yeah. Off Snoop top. Dog is a... No, the, the biggest. Greatest. Yeah, the, the greatest. The, the, greatest. Yeah. the biggest greatest. to ever do it. The biggest to ever do it. He's a legend. Mo um, introduced me to him. And honestly... I was super happy when he came over to Def Jam and tapped in. He had me on his album, the Algorithm album with uh with Ty Dolla Sign. Yep. You know, yeah. And Bino. Shout out them niggas. It's great. Did, when was there a session for that? Or like did you just do it, knock it out on your own on your own? Like how did Um Honestly, I forgot how that record came together. But Ty Dolla Sign is a motherfucking monster. A legend. That's all I could say. Yeah. Do, do Bino prefer, hard as a motherfucker too. Do you prefer because I know you, you've you done all types of records, right? Where mm -hmm. send shit off, get it back, cooking in the studio, working from scratch. What, what's your preference when it comes to making records? Cooking. Cooking. In the studio with the artists. Yeah, there. absolutely. Got it, got it. Cooking, everybody cooking up. But sometimes I need to be alone, too. Just disappear within myself and come back with some tight shit, too. Like when I was working on this album, parts of it, we uh, went to North Carolina and made it. Damn. Yeah. What, what what kind of perspective did that give you as far as getting away? And did, was it intentional to specifically go there, or was it just like, man, fuck, it, we just gonna catch a flight to? That's where my girl from. So I kind of got cozy out there, chilling with her family. And where? A granny. Like where's in Mount Holly, Mount Holly, North Carolina. Nice. Okay. That's my family out there. You feel me? Her granny be making sweet potato casserole. They got a stand your ground law out there. They do. The baby be knocking niggas down out there like it's. Um, I ain't gonna. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I ain't gonna speak on the baby. No, like, no, shut I'm out just that saying, nigga. Like, I'm just saying when people go, like, it's usually a culture shock for me. Yeah. When I, when I go other places, I see other cultures. Like, I've I've toured and I've been in the South, 
and I've been places where they've never seen black people in person. And it was like, it was like, oh, you like, and they were like touching my skin and shit. So I'm just, I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying it's a culture shock in other places. It's um, definitely a culture shock. Uh, when, when I want to talk about, oh, Goldlink. You linking them with Goldlink. Mm-hmm. Goldlink, I also feel like Goldlink makes a different kind of music. Like it's not, like how you can't really box it. You can't really put it in a, in a certain box, right? It's mm-hmm. not R&B. It's not, like I hate when people call it vibes. Because to me, whenever somebody's like, hey, come through, it's vibes. That means that they don't, they don't know how to articulate what's happening. I think yeah. early day vibes is fine. When people start overusing it, then it's probably a problem, man. What you think? Shout out Mac Miller. Rest in peace, the legend. Uh, <laughs> let me let me ask you one, one, one last say. thing. Let me ask you one last thing. When it comes to we we hear the term industry plants, right? Do you think there's a such thing as that, or do you think that's bullshit? Say it again. Industry plants. Um, I've heard I've heard a lot of things about industry plants. Shit, just being around music, I think that people don't understand that there's a whole group of people who can believe in somebody to get them to the next place that they need to go. And I think that industry planners, they just think that you wake up one day, they put a song on you, you, you're famous. Like, nigga, that ain't how that shit work. Nigga, no, you got to right. put in work for this shit. Exactly. That shit's stress. This shit is stressful, but beautiful at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so blessed to be in this position. If they call me industry plant, I want to see the industry plant money. I'm excited. Right, right, right. No, I, I wouldn't even <laughs> that. I, I've had arguments with people about that. And whenever that argument comes up, I'm like, well, how... Define an industry plant. Who is one? You know what I mean? And they'll, yeah. they'll come up with one, right? Latest one was Jack Harlow. I'm like, yeah. no, bro's been working his ass off just because yeah. you didn't see it or just because you don't know who had their arm around him really cultivated. And he has to have talent on top of all that anyway. Facts. You can't just call him yeah, an industry yeah. plant because his records are going top, you know, top of the, uh, the charts right now and shit. Like, there's, there's a story behind it. Just because you didn't see it doesn't deem him an industry plant. 100%. The thing I love about Jack Harlow is he really honed in on his craft. People wasn't paying attention. They like to pay attention after it get cracking, but Jack Harlow, Jack Harlow been doing this. You feel me? Respect to him. Now, towards the sun, I'm, I'm hearing this, there's a series leading up. Is this just the first of many? It is the first of many. There's It's towards the sun, then there's towards the moon, then there's some additional records coming out all together. It's called Seasick. So this was... It's called what? Seasick. This was intentional from Jump and how you want to kind of roll this all out. Absolutely. Towards the sun, towards the moon, and seasick. Uh-huh. Is there a reason why it's seasick? Because I felt like, like I was speaking on like being able to step into those emotions and trying to fully process them. I'm scared of boats. You scared of boats? I don't fuck with no boats. So you get on an airplane, but not a boat. I get on an airplane, but not a boat. That's interesting. Nigga, them shake them with them, them darker tides. Fuck that. That's just scary, nigga. <laughs> it's scarier than being thirty five thousand feet above the earth. Because if the shit go down, nigga, I ain't got to try and survive a few days in the water. I'm good. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to see Jesus. Bro, I'd rather crash than drown. you rather crash? Stop. I'd rather crash than drown. Oh, well, nigga. Well, I'll be the crash one like living boom. to tell all y'all stories because I'm not even <laughs> You ain't getting in the... What do you mean? Neither. I'm a survivor, fool. All right. I'm not... All right. Um, all right, Superman. Anyway, that's crazy. So have you never been on a boat? I've been on a boat uh, one time for my sister wedding. She got married on a cruise ship. And I, uh, I I got on a cruise ship. I, I sung at my sister's wedding. Word. On a cruise ship in Long Beach. And um, was it a cruise ship? It was you a cruise the ship. the boat with the wheel on the back? No, 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 no it was a cruise ship. Okay, okay. So, 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 so when you get, 
when you get married, the people can come on the cruise ship while you get married, but then the people who choose to stay can stay, and the niggas who don't want to go on the cruise can go. Facts. You got off. I got the fuck off. <laughs> I, I threw up before the wedding. Damn. I threw up after the wedding. I was like, hell no. This ain't it. This ain't it. That's I, At least you know yourself. You know what I'm saying? I respect yeah. it. I respect the honest, the transparency. I, I really want a do. yacht, though. You what? I want a boat one day, though. Okay. Okay, where where are we where are we going with this, bro? He on some nigga shit. You just, just wait. You, I'm gonna dock that motherfucker though. I'm gonna yeah, see if I can conquer it. I'm gonna just dock bro, it on this. Shut these. up, bro. No, yeah. you're not. <laughs> you're not finna do none of that. Um, but I do. You said you said you tapped in your emotions. You also talked about how petty you are. What's the pettiest thing you've ever done? The pettiest thing I've ever done. Damn, it's funny because I'm so petty. I don't even know. That's Give bad. me one of the one of the pettiest things you've done. Preferably before the new year. Prefer uh, before the new year. I'm saying right now, before before 2023, I would love an answer. Oh shit! I honestly can't even think of one. That's interesting. I honestly can't even think of one. Okay. Um. What about emotional? Like, are you are you hella emotional? You got a whole EP called emotional. No, no, I'm talking about hella emotional. I, I'm learning like, how to not be hella emotional, but I'm so hella emotional. If people shit on you on your way up. Do you then shit on them back or you let no, it go? No, 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 no. We let it go. Because them niggas can't fight good for real. <laughs> so you want to fight? I, I'm learning to not have to fight no more. When last time you got into a fight? Like two years ago. Was it's it bad? Like was it? I was just a little slapper upper. I had to show a nigga real quick. All right. We're going to leave that one alone. No, I'm curious. What, what, <laughs> was I trying to test you Chuck on some messy? No, no, I'm not even on some messy shit, but I, the thing is, I get, okay, and this this is going to make sense in a second. I'm a real calm person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take much to really kind of like set me off. But when I do, I, you know, I go to, not like say I'm slapping niggas up, but I, I know when you lose your cool, you lose your cool. Was it one of those situations where you were being disrespected or looking back, you can be like, okay, I kind of like lost my cool on some other shit. I, well, no, I, I was being disrespected. So I was at this this bar called Tennis of the Trees. It's in Silver Lake. We used to always go to Tennis of the Trees. And it was just like supermodel in there. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Shout out fashion. Shout out all my fashion niggas. I don't know no supermodels. I'm going to be honest with y'all. That ain't my world. Right? Me either, yeah. Like Tyra Banks, shout out the legend. Like, that's what I know. Right. So apparently this girl's a supermodel. And she kind of like tried to nudge me out of the way because she wanted to like sit on this like little thing. And I wasn't paying attention. So she fired off on me. Then the nigga she was with. Wait, wait, physically? She physically. Wait, what? She, she, she fired on me. Or she, she fired on you? She fired on she me. She closed her fist. She closed her and fist and, and fired on me. All in the face. What? In the she body. punched you in the face. In the face and the body. She fired on me. Oh, no. At tenants. And then the nigga she was with thought I was hitting on her. Because I'm like, yo, back, like, get back right, the fuck right, up. Right. What the t- I, I don't have, hit women. I'm right, not that type exactly. of nigga. I don't hit yeah. no women. I'm not that type of nigga. For real. He start firing. He, he he tried to take off on me, so I had to get cut a couple, a couple of them things. <laughs> poop poop. A few of them things, and then Marco, shout out Marco to uh the security at tennis because I knew that nigga he a cool nigga. <laughs> he came and gaffled them niggas up. Shout out to Marco. Shout out to Marco, and everybody was looking like, yo, what the fuck just happened? So I had to give cut a few of them, and I and I, I went on about my business. I see. Yeah, I like this. That's dude. amazing. I like this. Dude. <laughs> now I, I say that this is weird that we're coming back to this. The one time that I lost my cool happened to be against a post office worker. Mm. Because 
they were they were flexing their power. I understood that I couldn't at the time you couldn't park your car in front of the mailbox. I got it, whatever. But he was being like, he didn't want to deliver my mail. I'm like, yo, I understand somebody actually parked their car here. It's not my car. We had had a couple of notices where we couldn't do it. So I knew when I saw somebody parked there, I said, you know what? I know somebody's here. Let me just grab my mail. Oh, no, I can't give you the mail. Why not? Well, yeah, because you guys got a couple of notices already. You guys parked here. I'm like, bro, this is my house. I understand. This is not my car, though. Can I just get my mail? And he took off. I'm like, so I chased him down the street. Like, yo, give me my mail. He's like, sir, if you touch me, it's going to be, I forgot what the, what the offense is. Will you, oh, you go to jail for him. Exactly. But I, I lost my cool because of that. And, and my question is, when it comes to post office workers, I feel like these either, they're super cool or they just assholes. Why is that? Why is it? Why, how come there's no in-between? It's just you, you, the cool motherfucker or an asshole? Well, let me be honest with you. I know a lot of people who work at the post office. Mm-hmm. Like, my girl mom works for the post office. Like, I got a lot of family members who, who, are, who work at the post office. Sure, cool. They be stressed out. Got it. Working at the post office is one of the hardest jobs. Like, it's a high-stress job. Mm-hmm. So, them niggas don't be having no chill, especially the niggas. And also, one of my homies is working at the post office right now, and that nigga be barely going to work. <laughs> so, let me let me give you some game. Don't say his name. Bro. I'm not going to say that nigga name. But let me give y'all some game on that. When you work at the post office, it's very, very hard to get fired. So them niggas ain't got to deal with you. Mm. If he, if they keep your mail, ain't nothing going to happen. You're right. You're right. It, it, I'm not going to speak on no names, but I know somebody who it took them 10 years to get fired from the post office. Really? Like somebody I know that's older. 10 years. Trying offense to get fired. After offense after offense. Nothing, nothing offense after offense, wow. nothing changes. So me, me keeping your mail is good. What you going to do? Oh. Hey, let me ask you another question. Hold on. Let me ask you another question. You ever get mail and you notice the corner be ripped all the time? Why? Do the niggas be looking at my shit? Well, no, because you can see what the checks is off the top. Niggas, <laughs> niggas know the check day. So they know they know. Everybody know when them checks is coming. All them SSI checks, they come on the same, they, they come at the same time. And that's why you see all the older people waiting out front, waiting for their check. I didn't got cussed out a gang of times because of that. I just you, so, so when you you was a carrier, so you would be in yeah. the neighborhood walking. Up. Did you ever have any interactions with any unruly people or dot or dogs? I got bit by a dog before. I got bit by a chihuahua, chihuahua on my ankle, <laughs> tore my that ankle that up. Dog bite, bro. That's like a getting nah, bit. That's like a mosquito bite. Let me tell y'all uh, something. A chihuahua bite hurt though. Nah, do you hear how aggressive they be sounding? Them things hurt I can though. Imagine. What you do? Did you kick the dog? Hell yeah, I kicked that nigga <laughs> and I pepper sprayed him. I pepper, pepper sprayed him. I pepper sprayed him and it got in my face. It got on me too. <laughs> I was sick. Hey, King, I got you. Hey, I ain't mad at you on that. Yeah, I ain't mad. Hey, yeah, 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 man. Man. I wanted to stop that do. nigga though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Cause he bitches. You didn't file a, a report or nothing. Well, they got in trouble. Like the owners got in trouble because um, they didn't have a gate and they had a dog in the front. Mm, got you. Um, so we do this thing. These are it's called the homegrown head scratcher. Okay, mm-hmm. these are elementary school test questions. Um, our listeners who listen to us on the radio, they win tickets based on you if you got the answer right or wrong. Yeah. So even if you don't know an answer, just guess. Just take your time and guess. Uh huh. Okay. Um, so these are elementary school questions. Uh, are you ready for the first one? Absolutely. No asking the audience. Don't look left. Don't nobody. Text <laughs> don't nobody take. Don't look. Don't just don't look at the. Don't look at nobody. nobody. Nothing. Ready? Okay, let's do it. All right, here are the first one. Uh, oh, this is great for you. It's not gonna look at Mo too. He's like, all right, you got me. Hold on. <laughs> How many colors are in a rainbow? <laughs> purple. Why he look like that? Purple, blue, red, orange, yellow, sky blue, and it might be um, 
like a midnight Bluetooth, so like six or seven or seven or eight. Give me one answer, bro. Fuck. I'm going to say six. Seven, seven, seven. Is seven your final answer? Seven. There's seven. Really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. I don't know about the midnight and the, the royal blue. How many blues? Hey, he was tripping. I don't know what the fuck you be seeing, bro. The sky blue might just be blending because it's the sky. You know what I mean? It's the shrooms or something. It's seven. It's It's seven for real? All right. All right. I'm up. Next one. What is the hardest natural substance on earth? The hardest natural substance? Um, Teflon. That's your final answer? Natural. Oh, Teflon's not natural. Hold on. The hardest natural substance on earth. Don't look over there. What the no, fuck? no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Well, think this way, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> natural substance. So substance. I can't ask no questions. No, I asked you a question. Rock. Who? Rock. No. It, that's not it. <laughs> no. Rock. <laughs> no, it's not the no. A diamond. A diamond. Oh, wow. Fuck. All right. Last one. So since you like are the to the moon and all that shit guy, okay, towards the sun, yeah, yeah, all that, towards the moon, yeah, whatever. And then what's the last one? Seasick, seasick. Okay, towards the moon. Gotcha. That's the next project. Yeah, not to be confused with to the moon from Junior Junior. Mm-hmm. Towards the moon got some bangers on it too. Boom. All right, ready? Last one. Mm-hmm. Two of the planets in our solar system begin with the letter M. Which one are they? Mars and Mercury. Yeah, that was easy. I was about to say, that's a trick question? Because I, yeah, okay. Hey. It's good. Hey, you know, Nigga got a, a sixth grade reading education, boom. too. He from the east side, bro. Damn. They don't teach us good in our schools. Fun, fun schools on the east. Now, uh, real quick, I know we, we're, we're talking about uh, towards the sun right now. Mm-hmm. The next one's towards the moon. Yep. Can you feature what? You know what? I, I hate when people ask this because it's like, once you drop a project, the fans of people gonna always ask you what's up with the next. When the next one, but for sure, for sure. Just for the sake of, we just gonna ask, what's what's on? What can we expect from the next one? More theatrical vibes. I got a feature, favorite, uh, feature with vibe. Joji on there. That's hard. Nice. Got a feature with Janae Aiko on there. That's 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 gonna go viral. It's gonna be stupid. Wow. And we are gonna shoot a very beautiful, glamorous video. It's Waterfalls and glitter. Name. Anybody that you've written for, uh, that people, anybody that you've written for. Whom you know people might not know that you had a part in because I know a lot of times writers don't necessarily get their credit. Mm, that I feel like nobody really knows my writing credit at all, though. But I feel like it's one of those things where it's like introduction. Off. Even though I don't care about songwriting, shout out all the songwriters. Songwriters need workers' comp too. Okay, give me some. Um, I worked on "Sorry" by Justin Bieber. Okay. Um. I did personal for Kaylani. Um, I did a lot of Wale stuff. That's it. Honestly, I'm trying anybody to think about something. Want, anybody that you would like to work with, from a writer's perspective, not from a writer's perspective. Honestly, this might sound crazy as hell, but I I really want to write a, a song for Imagine Dragons. That don't really? sound crazy at all. That don't sound crazy not at, at all. all. Now listening to 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 towards the sun. Towards the sun. Boy. If I ever choose to to really tap into songwriting again, because I don't really like that profession, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna tap in the way I want to tap into it. What turns you off I, the most about it? Yeah, it's a lot of corny niggas out here. 
I don't want to give corny people my songs no more. Even if the check is worth it. I got money. I'm trying to build a family on a farm, my nigga. It don't take too much to do that. In 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 North Carolina. Carolina. In, in North Carolina. What was it? And fuck it. We're gonna go to Compton and get a goddamn farm on the farm dogs Shout out too. To the farm. Wow. Shout out to farms. Um, okay. From an artist perspective, who would you like to work with? Miguel been dodging me. He's gonna be mad at that narrative, but Miguel shout out Dutch Miguel. <laughs> Miguel, ain't he from San Pedro? Yo, shout out Pedro. Yeah, man, yeah. Pedro right down the street. That nigga Miguel's a hard motherfucker though. Miguel's and shout out dope. his brother too. Nonchalant Savant. Dope. That nigga hard too. So Miguel's the only one you want to work with? Um You talking having a feature on your on your project, right? Or you doing Yeah, a my with shit. Them? Got you. Um Miguel. I feel like me and Beyonce could do some hard shit. Adam Levine. If me and SZA got on a record, we gonna fuck niggas up, though. Who's somebody who you never... Not never. Who's somebody you care not to work with again? Them niggas at that post office. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> for sure. I Except for it. this one lady named Vanessa. She was cool as a motherfucker. Everybody else, fuck it. White lady? Fuck them all. Yeah. She was white. I fuck with that. And the, and the it's postmaster... Cool white person that would... <laughs> And the postmaster, he was cool as a motherfucker. That needs to pick me up from work. He was a cold nigga at the same time. Because when I would try to take off, like take out of work, that nigga would come to my house and pick me up. That's, that's love right there. It's love, but at the same time, let me have my time, my nigga. Oh, <laughs> I like, called out. I tried to call out. That nigga would be like, I'm going to come get you. <laughs> I'm thinking it's, it was like, oh, you know, he's, you know, helping you out. He's like, nah, bro, let me get my time. <laughs> let me get my time. Favorite, call favorite, uh, what's your guilty pleasure? Late night snack. You know I'm a big nigga. I be snacking. What's your what's your favorite, what's your what's your go to? Y'all about to have a, uh, a almond thins. Almond thins from uh, Trader Joe's. Oh, you a bougie then? You know I'm goddamn bougie. Come almond thins. Hey, what the fuck? Almond, almond thins. Money man. Come um, on now. We get the money. Bristol's farm. Bristol farm licorice. The motherfuckers. Me and my girl the be fucking them up. No, the, uh, oh, the red say, bro. You a tyrant. That's my granny. My granny be eating red licorice. I ain't on that type of time. Shout out Gaya. Wait, she she eat the red. Wait, the she eat the black ones. I'm not gonna say nothing because I don't want to say. Hell no. It's a, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't want to fade. I'm cool. no, gonna get boop out. I don't no, want to fight him or his granny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. August 08, the year can't end without you doing what, man? It could, it could be music related, it could be personal. I know you say you want to get a farm, you know, mm-hmm. something that you want to do, make sure this is the manifestation part, man. The year can't end without you doing what? Putting out some Christmas bangers. Word. I want to put some Christmas songs out, and I want to ride a Polaris with my shirt off, eating my favorite snack. <laughs> you a different type of nigga, bro. A different type of nigga. Love you it. different. Them Polaris is hard, though. <laughs> hey, I fuck with you, though, bro. I fuck with him. He, Yo, he, he, I like him. Yo, anything else you want the people to know that, that may not know as of right now, misconceptions, anything, anything you want to end off with, bro? I think you should really, I think everybody, public service announcement. Really tap in with the project because I think it's a beautiful, a beautiful body of work. And I'm staring at you directly in your eye. It's a beautiful body of work. And you're going to fall in love with me. You're going to fall in love with yourself. You're going to cry. You're going to be happy. Go to Bristol Farms, get some licorice. Go to Trader Joe's, get some almond thins. Fuck around, eat some ramen, and eat some steak in the same day. And that's the, that's the party pack. And listen to one of my favorite uh, tracks on there, Keep You Around, all right? Uh, Towards the Sun, out right now. August 08. Appreciate you checking on in. It's Homegrown Radio. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. We'll catch y'all next time.